Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday, the 11th of March 2022. In Ukraine, hundreds of thousands of people in the city of Mariupol are without food, water, or heat. The Russian army is continuing to bomb Mariupol, making it extremely difficult for people to leave. The mayor of Mariupol, Vadim Boychenko, has said that over 1,200 people have died in Mariupol since the Russian army began its attack. World leaders have condemned the destruction of a hospital in Mariupol on Wednesday, and civilian buildings are continually being hit. The World Health Organization has said that it has documented 18 attacks on hospitals in Ukraine in the last two weeks. WHO head Dr. Tedros Adhanom said that this is a violation of the Geneva Convention. I reiterate the attacks on hospitals, medical personnel, and medical transports are forbidden under international humanitarian law. Any such attacks are grave breaches of the Geneva Conventions. Western leaders have said that Russia may be planning to use chemical weapons in Ukraine. Over the last few days, Russia has said that it has evidence that Ukraine was attempting to make chemical weapons, Some experts say that Russia is planning to use this fake evidence to justify its own use of chemical weapons. Experts say that Russia has often used fake stories to justify its military actions, such as by justifying the invasion of Ukraine by saying that there was a genocide of Russian speakers in Ukraine. Yesterday, in an interview with Sky News, United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that Russia may be attempting to justify its future use of chemical weapons. I'll make you one other prediction, by the way, which is that the stuff that you're hearing about uh, chemical weapons, this is straight out of their playbook. They start saying that Uh, There are chemical weapons uh, that uh, have been stored by uh, their opponents or by the Americans. And so when they themselves deploy uh, chemical weapons, as I I fear they they may, they have a a sort of a maskirovka, a a fake story ready to go. And you've seen it in Syria. Uh, You you saw it even in the UK when... This is what you expect next then? Look, you know, I I just note that that is what they're, they're already doing. It is a cynical, uh, barbaric uh, government, I'm afraid. Yesterday, Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba met with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in Turkey for the first time since the Russian invasion. Both sides said that there was no progress towards a ceasefire. Kuleba said that Russia wants Ukraine to surrender but that that won't happen. Lavrov said that the West caused the war in Ukraine 
by forcing Ukraine to choose between having close relations with Russia or the West. Over 2.3 million people have left Ukraine since Russia invaded two weeks ago. The mayor of Kiev, Vitaly Klitschko, said yesterday that half the population of Kiev has left. Send7 Podcast is very lucky to have received a message from Belarus. Ksenia says that people in Belarus do not support the invasion of Ukraine. My name is Ksenia and I am from Belarus. For almost two years now, Belarus is occupied by its own army and military forces who are controlled by Alexander Lukashenko. And still, Belarus stands with Ukraine in this war. We go on protests, we transfer money to Ukrainian funds, we share information in social media. Some of our men have joined Ukrainian army. We are trying to help in all possible ways, even though we can be put in jail for any of the above. And all of this is because it's our war too. You can't stay away from this when you see how a child dies in a hospital after Russian attack. When you read how a man holds his dying father in his hands while still being under fire. When you hear a story from a father who's stuck in another country while his mom and his daughter are hiding in a bomb shelter in Kharkov. For me, as a Belarusian, it is also important to speak up because Lukashenko allowed Russian invaders to use our territory to launch missiles. But Belarusian nation have not given them permission to do so. In fact, we are strictly against this war. This war must be stopped. Russian invaders must be stopped. Slava Ukraine! Живе Беларусь! The rest of the world now. India's ruling party, Bharatya Janata Party, has claimed victory in four state elections, including in Uttar Pradesh, a state of over 200 million people. Yogi Adityanath is the first person to ever be re-elected as chief minister of Uttar Pradesh. Hungary has its first ever female president. Katalin Novak was chosen by Hungary's parliament, which is led by the right-wing Fidesz party of Prime Minister Viktor Orban. Next month, Hungary has a parliamentary election. Most opposition parties have joined together to try to defeat Orban, who has been prime minister since 2010. Guatemala has increased the prison sentences given to women who have abortions. A woman who is convicted of terminating a pregnancy can now spend 10 years in jail. Guatemala is one of the countries with the most strict rules on abortion in the world, with abortion being illegal even if a woman has been raped. And in Rwanda, a species of bat that hasn't been seen in 40 years has been found. Many conservationists believed that the Hills Horseshoe bat was already extinct. That is your Simple English World News for this week. If you find this podcast valuable, then please give what you would pay for a cup of coffee at send7.org slash support. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday.